0: If you like scary stories and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a whole slew of them, and most of them are just 99 cents. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash books. Again, this is a great way to support the show. That's ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash books.
1: Elf on the Shelf, Mom. Elf on the Shelf has become a Christmas tradition for many families. It involves a small elf doll. The traditional doll is usually dressed in red, has brown hair, blue eyes, dons a Santa cap and displays a joyous smile. The story goes that the elf is there to find out if everyone in the house is being naughty or nice. The fun part of the game is that the elf is supposed to move around when the children are all asleep. So late at night, or early in the morning, the parents will move the elf to a different location in the house. The children then have a good time finding the elf and seeing what it was up to while they were asleep. My husband and I decided we would play the Elf on the Shelf game this year. Our daughter just turned seven years old, the perfect age to appreciate such a fun little game. I had the elf doll on my shopping list for the next day. However, when my husband arrived home from work, he surprised me with an elf toy. He said it was a rare elf toy from Iceland that a friend of his from work let him have. It looked similar to the traditional elf on the shelf in size and the fact that it had a red outfit and a Santa hat. The difference was that this elf's hair was white, and his eyes were frosty blue. It held a smile, but rather than it looking like a happy smile, it came across as more of a mischievous grin. We both thought it would make a nice elf for the game. I was surprised when my husband took the reins and started moving the elf around without me being involved in the process. But I quickly found myself enjoying the mystery of where the elf would wind up next just as much as our daughter was. It started off with the elf simply moving locations. One morning, he'd be on the kitchen counter. The next day, he'd be sitting in a living room chair watching television. The next day, he'd be laying in one of the beds. Once I even found him on the toilet. After about a week, my husband started getting more creative. We wouldn't just find the elf in a new location, but we'd find evidence of the elf having been active. One morning, he was being cradled in the arms of my daughter's favorite doll. Then we found him sitting next to a Jenga tower. Some of the pieces were even sitting next to him as if we interrupted him as he was playing. Another time, he was next to a plate of half-eaten cookies. He even had little crumbs around his mouth. Then there was the time I found him face-first in a box of cereal. One time I walked into the kitchen and found a jar of flour knocked on its side. There were little flower footprints that led to the elf sitting on the shelf. And then things took a little bit of a morbid turn. One morning I found the elf sitting next to a knife and the decapitated head of a Santa Claus Christmas ornament. Another day, I walked into the kitchen and found the elf standing next to a buttermint dish. The mints had been spilled out over the kitchen table and were placed together to spell out the word... Die. My husband has a crazy sense of humor, so those jokes did make me chuckle, but he was taking a big chance that I would find these before our daughter did. She wouldn't understand the humor and could be frightened by such antics. I planned on having a little chat with the hubby when he got home from work later that night. I had just gotten home from the grocery store and figured I had just enough time to get everything put away before I picked up my daughter from school. When I entered the kitchen, I saw the sugar jar lying on its side on the counter. A substantial amount of sugar had spilled out on the counter, and the words, I'm in the bedroom were written in the sugar. Apparently, my husband had gotten home from work early and was in a frisky mood. Maybe we had enough time to be a little naughty. I walked to the bedroom, turned the knob, pushed the door open, and screamed. Elf on the Shelf.
0: Dad. When I mentioned to a buddy of mine from work that the wife and I were going to play the elf on the shelf game with our daughter this year, he reached into his desk drawer and removed an elf doll. He was dating a gal from Iceland and she gave him this elf as an early Christmas gift. It was called Huldefolk. He said he kept it at work because it gave him the creeps. He swore that when he had it in his apartment, he'd wake up the next morning and the elf would be in a different location, and he lived alone. I laughed it off and told him his girlfriend was messing with him. But she doesn't have a key to my apartment. (laughs) Not that you know of. I was happy to take the elf and use it for our game. It had a unique look to it and I thought my wife and daughter would approve. My wife and I hadn't really planned on what we would do with the elf. I guessed we would just move it around in different locations here and there and that would be that, but apparently my wife took it upon herself to run the game on her own and started moving that elf all over the house without letting me in on it. (laughs) That was fine with me. I enjoyed seeing what she would come up with and I was surprised at her creativity. At first she was just moving the elf to different locations, The silverware drawer and the freezer were my favorites. Then she got more inventive. One morning I found the elf riding my daughter's toy horse. Once he was standing next to an unraveled roll of toilet paper. The elf in a yoga pose on top of the Christmas tree made me burst out laughing. Then things got a little weird. I found the elf lying next to a few of my daughter's naked dolls. I was surprised my wife would run the risk of our daughter seeing such a sight. Then I found the elf next to a bottle of chocolate syrup. Written on the floor in syrup was the message, I kill naughty people. I have a sick sense of humor, so I thought these were a hoot, but I needed to talk to my wife about being more careful. We wouldn't want our daughter to stumble upon any of these adult jokes. I got off from work early and thought I'd surprise my wife. Turns out the surprise was on me. I don't know how she knew I'd be home early, but I found a message written in sugar on the counter that said, I'm in the bedroom. I smirked. I was definitely up for being naughty. I walked into the bedroom. I could see that my wife was hiding under the covers waiting for me. I started to unfasten my pants as I approached the bed and yanked the covers off of her. I was disappointed to see that the only thing under the blanket was pillows. That's when I felt an incredibly sharp pain in my ankle. I fell to the floor like a sack of wet cement. My ankle was throbbing in pain. When I reached down, I could feel blood spurting against my hand. I then felt the intense agony of multiple stabs in my lower back. Someone was stabbing me, all the while whispering the word, naughty, over and over. I turned over just in time to see the elf, as it slashed through my throat with a kitchen knife. As I lay there watching my blood pool around me, I could hear the front door of the house open and then my wife's footsteps as she walked into the kitchen. The elf must have cut through my vocal cords as I could not speak. I tried to yell out to warn my wife, but it just came out as a soft gargle. I felt my body going cold as the blood drained from me. I could no longer move as my wife opened the bedroom door and screamed upon seeing me. The last thing I saw before I blacked out was the mischievous elf driving the knife into my wife's ankle. I knew her fate would be the same as mine. THE MONSTER IN THE WELL There's a monster that lives in the well. It likes to eat children. It's an extremely deep, circular well with jagged stone walls which become moss-covered just before disappearing beneath the shimmering, opaque water. The well is haphazardly covered with a thin, rickety, rotting piece of flat wood. The well in question is behind an old, rustic farmhouse on the outskirts of a small town. Nobody has resided in the home for years. The well existed before the house ever did, although nobody seems to be sure of the well's origins. Countless children from the town have gone missing over the past century. So many, in fact, that the townfolk are never surprised when they hear of yet another child gone without a trace. Most would assume kidnappings or runaways, but the townfolk know better. They know the monster in the well is the culprit. It always has been. There's a well-known nursery rhyme that has been sung in the region for as long as anyone can remember.
1: All the children can tell When
0: the monster comes out of its shell It emits a sinister smell When it pulls them in the well Children can run, but they can't hide. The monster will pluck out both their eyes. They will kick and they will cry. They can never say goodbye. An odd nursery rhyme, to be sure. It's not unusual for a foul smell to linger over the town for hours on end. Most people would brush that off as a sewer issue. But legend around the town has it that when the filthy scent fills the air, the monster is on the prowl looking for children to eat. Outsiders believe this all to be nothing but a legendary hoax that the town thrives on. One thing is for sure... Tourists flock to the town at all times of the year. There are multiple tours available for people to hear about the legend of the Monster in the Well while catching a glimpse of the Well itself. There are numerous gift shops that sell Monster in the Well t-shirts, coffee mugs, coasters, keychains, magnets, you name it. There's even a restaurant in the town called the Monster in the Well Diner. The well has been featured on many different television shows that focus on urban legends. One show offered a fair amount of money to enter the well to examine it, study it, and get to the bottom of the legend. The town declined, fearing that it would be revealed that the well was nothing more than just a plain old ordinary well. Such a discovery would kill the town's cash cow. However, they couldn't decline closer inspection when a young girl fell down the well not long ago. Children do dumb things sometimes, such as daring each other to dangle their legs over the edge of the well to entice the monster to get them. That's what the young girl was doing when she fell, although some people believe that she didn't fall at all. They believe she was pulled into the well. Many people did their best to save the girl. One brave soul was lowered into the well, which he described as outrageously deep. So deep, in fact, that he couldn't find the bottom. A diver was brought in to dive to the depths of the well to recover the doomed girl's body. The diver never returned. Multiple underwater cameras with magnificent lights were dropped into the well, but at a certain point the water became pure darkness and nothing could be seen. Some assume that there is a running spring under the well, and those who go too deep get caught in its current and are whisked away, never to be seen again. They believe that this is the logical explanation for all the missing children over the many, many, years but I know for a fact that is not the case the truth is that there is indeed a monster in the well that devours children I know this because I am that monster I am not alone. I live by myself in a secluded area. I had been asleep for about an hour when something woke me up. I wasn't sure what it was that stirred me from my slumber, but something was there. I took a quick stroll through my house, which didn't take more than a minute. My house is small, you see. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary, until I passed by the front door. It was open. Not wide open, quite the contrary. It was almost shut. The latch was undone and was resting against the strike plate. I was almost positive I had shut the door and locked it before I went to bed. I always do. Could I have forgotten? It seemed unlikely, but I did just do a thorough walkthrough of my tiny house and all was well. I shut the door, locked it, used the bathroom, and went back to bed. It was approximately one hour later when I woke up again. My bedroom door was halfway open, enough for me to see that the hallway was being illuminated By the bathroom light but I was sure I had shut the bathroom light off before I went back to the bedroom had I forgotten I definitely would have noticed it was on once I got back into bed then again I was quite tired it's possible that I was out as soon as my head hit the pillow not allowing myself to notice that I left that bathroom light on still I was sure I had turned it off. I got out of bed and did another walkthrough of my house. Nothing, so I went back to bed. The next time I woke up, it was definitely due to the sound of footsteps. I could hear someone walking in the other room. Sure it was possible that it was just the remnant of a dream I may have been having, but it sure sounded like someone was walking around in my house. I got up and checked again. There was positively nobody in the house. All the doors were locked. All the lights were off. I sat down on my bed in the dark and listened. I listened for as long as I could for any signs of someone else being in the house with me. Eventually, my eyelids grew heavy and I collapsed onto my bed and succumbed to sleep. A girl was giggling. I wasn't sure if it was an adult woman or a child, but I heard them. Without question I heard them. They were in my living room. I opened my eyes, but I may as well have had them shut for as dark as my house was. All the better for me to hear things. Things in my house. What were they? What was happening in my house while I was asleep? I thought that perhaps if I'd laid there with my eyes shut tight and didn't make a peep, They would believe that I was back in my dream world and would show themselves. So that's what I did. I laid there. Minutes turned to hours. Hours to days. Days to weeks. Or so it seemed. Nothing. Not a sound. So I slept. I must have slept soundly because when I awoke, my pillows and covers were on the floor. Of course, it is possible that I kicked the covers off and pushed the pillows onto the floor. It's also possible that something came into my room and pulled the covers off of me. It was hoping I would awaken so it could kill me. When I continued to sleep... It grabbed the pillows and threw them in a rage. That could have been what happened. I walked the house again. I was alone, even though I knew I wasn't. It took me a while to doze off the next time. My sleep was short-lived as I heard the coffee maker gurgling in the kitchen. I leapt from my bed, rushed into the kitchen and finally something was confirmed. The coffee maker was running. Coffee was dripping into the pot. Someone had to have made this coffee and I knew it wasn't me. Then I noticed the coffee had a timer. Wait a minute. Did I make the coffee and set the timer before I went to bed? I couldn't remember and I was starting to feel crazy. So I went back to bed and I slept. During the night I woke up. I tried to lift myself from my bed but I couldn't move my arms. I tried to stand but felt like I was fastened to the bed. This could have been a bad dream, right? Yes, probably just a bad dream. So I drifted off once again. When I woke up the next time, I kept my eyes closed. I knew the room was bright as my eyelids couldn't block the light. I opened my eyes to a white room. A padded room. I looked down to find myself in a straitjacket oh yes this is my real life it was all in my head i'm never alone in the asylum even when i am my reality is worse than my nightmares We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. (laughs) Please subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen on. We'll see you soon. Very soon. Hello, my crazy, maniacal friends. If you like what you're hearing, please consider contributing. Any amount helps. Recurring monthly contributions are best of all. Just go to maniacontheloose.com support. Believe me, This maniac appreciates it very much. That's maniacontheloose.com slash support.